Welcome back to Girls on Boys podcast. It's a jingle I just wrote. I hope you like it. Did you like it? I love that. Did you really? Girls on Boys podcast. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it's catchy, right? It's catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm Kave Hoda, and uh, and you are who are you? My name is Rebecca Watson, and I believe this might be the drunkest we've ever had, Kave. <laughs> Going into hour <laughs> two of our yeah, that's right. Normally we cut off, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just keep I'm just trucking along. Yeah, just what trucking. are you what are you drinking now? You're done with the wine. I'm, I'm almost done mine. I finished my glass of wine. I'm such a lightweight. That's one glass of wine, and now I'm on to whiskey and my nice little Persian tea glass. That's what I did too. Whiskey. We're brilliant minds. Think alike. Cheers. Cheers. Blink. Oh, it's this one. <laughs> As usual, I forget which camera it is. Mm. Uh, um, this is a great episode. Can we? Can we? I want to get to it because I got lots of. Oh my goodness! All right, so we are on Herogasm, which correct. I'm so glad that we decided to like push forward and do two episodes this week um, because I was bombarded with ads for Herogasm. Right, we had to get through it. It became overwhelming. I'm like, show me Herogasm. Yeah. Show me the hero gasm. And it did not disappoint. I thought it was good. I liked how it started with that title card being like, this is going to be weird. Prepare yourselves. I mean, it's a smart move. It wasn't so fucking crazy. Like, yes. But but still, it was like, you know, 20 years ago, it would have been like uh, mind blowing. But yeah. now it was still good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like, it's, yeah. Uh, it's hard to, to shock in 2022, right? Yeah, so part of me was like, is this just, am I, have I reached peak boys? Like, what could they do that would, none of it really shocked me. And I'm like, what could the boys do that would shock me? I don't know. I I don't know either. I don't know. Well, there was one thing that happened. Was it the deep? No, because we all expected he was going to fuck an octopus at some point. (laughs) it's true but like the visuals were just really pristine and that's what i found yeah you know i like about the deep is i feel like the actor whoever plays him is always like one step away from laughing like he's the guy from gossip girl i never watched it i don't know okay yeah he was it's it actually makes me appreciate his character even more because in gossip girl He's just like the dumb, sexy guy, you know? Uh And now he's like dumb, sexy guy with layers, Mm -hmm. who like played by someone who's more self-aware at this point. So it's a nice evolution for him. Um, So they, 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 they give us a title shot and then they are doing the, the, the hero song that like the imagine all the heroes are singing imagine and all like, with, with great actors Dude, were you howling screaming and i'm yeah. not even totally sure that like were some of those actually from the original imagine video do you, uh, shit, you, you saw the original I, one I, right i, like, I saw like, the first five seconds with gal gadot and i yes, out i could mean i got there's something i like to call the douche cramps like mm-hmm. when you see something so douchey you're like stomach cramps up you're like oh yeah. god i can't yeah like you turn oh, inwards oh. on yourself yes, and just... exactly you crumple up yeah. and i couldn't get past like the first five seconds of it no it was I don't peak know who else was cringe it was who peak was... cringe well the one that i thought might have been copied and pasted was um uh shit what's her name she's the uh she's i think she's is she married to judd apatow oh uh Boy, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I was about to say Kristen Wiig, but that's not her name. No, uh, not Catherine Heigl. No. Um, boy, 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 boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's from all the Judd Apatow movies. Yes, I I feel like she was in the original one, but maybe not. I don't know. Hold, hold on a second. I'm going to look Are this we gonna up look real it up? quick to all see right. who was in the original. All right. Imagine all <laughs> the people. And Gal Gadot yeah, looking so-, so pretty and all that. Okay, here we go. Kristen Wiig. Sarah Silverman, Natalie Portman, Will Ferrell, Jimmy Fallon, Sia, and Nora Jones. Boy, people who should have just known better. They should have known better. So I, I do love that um, Ashton Kutcher and uh, what's her name were in this one, in the boys oh, yeah. version, because they yeah. are very self-aware. 
for right. the most part, I feel, and I enjoy them. Um, I do too, until those fuckers cut in front of me at Legoland. Yeah. We were what? there with our kids twice in a row. We we're there with our kids, taking them to Legoland, and they get rushed to the front, like the super awesome VIP entrance. And like twice, two rides in a row, they cut in front of us to do that. Not and, cool, uh, Ashton not Kutcher cool and Ashton. Mila you're, not, you're lucky your kids were there. I'm just, that's fine. But like, yeah, I mean, if I were you, I would hate them more than I hated Alfred Molina from Not Without My Daughter. Fuck that guy. Actually, did I, did I, did I share with you the thing I read about how Alfred Molina was like, yes. some people, they get upset when like they do Somebody these punched him. This guy punched me in the face. And, and you're like, like, good. I was like, never so for violence. In that one moment, I was like, more of this. You would love to see it happen. Okay. Anyways, Elizabeth so this, Banks. Elizabeth Banks. That's the actress that I was trying to think of. So, I mean, if we're being fair, all the people that were singing this song, making fun of that, are probably people that would have easily have said yes to the. Yeah, first when video, when the original one the came one. out, they were like, "Why didn't they ask me?" Yeah, fair. <laughs> like Patton Oswalt for sure. Right. Like he will do anything. Like yeah. Sorry, Patton. I know you're a huge fan of this podcast, but. You're a star God. fucker, and we I all do, know it. I do love him. I loved him in Shield. I love that he was in Shield. It was the perfect like combination. My husband stuff. has like a a a completely baseless dislike of him. Interesting. <laughs> like you know, it's like what I have for um, Amy Adams. I just fucking hate her, and I don't know why. Too fucking adorable. No, I think she's hideous. I wouldn't. Really? Yeah, I would kick her out of bed for eating crackers. I think she's uh, disgusting. Kick her into mine. <laughs> I, I will take at Amy Adams' <laughs> apple. Anyways, okay, so then the, the oh right, the, the show the we're next, talking about the, ne- <laughs> <laughs> the next the next scene. All Homeland, right. Homelander is freaking out that they've discovered that uh, Captain Soldier, America's Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is back. He knows how bad this is because it, it, it's something that's nice about the show is they they don't just portray him as a dumb dumb. Like he's smart. He under he's savvy in the same way Trump is. Like he has this basic understanding of how social media plays out and 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 how public perception is. And he knows that if it if people find out that. You know, well, Soldier Boy came and did a terrorism, and Soldier Boy is not a good boy. Then you know, maybe superheroes aren't perfect, and so he knows that, and that could ruin everything. But he is a dum dum in that his initial reaction is, uh, we need to contact the news outlets to get right. ahead of this because it's purely like he's a PR guy. Yes, and it takes uh, you know, someone else to be like we should go fight him like well, superheroes. Well, well, listen, I would argue that that is the right thing to do, <laughs> but not from his perspective, the smart thing to do. <laughs> like the, the right thing for him to do is just to spin this and pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, um, that's fair. So uh, anyways, Black Noir uh, has a weird moment where he pulls out the tracker out of his arm and Wait, leaves. Wait, so prior to this though, um, uh homelander corners black noir and he's like you know what do we do i don't remember what the exact conversation is but yeah. he's going to black noir for to like you know advice which is not advice. a good advice yeah, yeah and black noir doesn't speak so or communicate at all really right. so he just stares at him and homelander is like yeah yeah i'm so glad i have you here <laughs> and it reminded me of this uh, this anecdote I heard a million years ago that has stuck with me. And it was about Vanna White. And I don't remember if it's Vanna White who said it herself or if it was someone speaking about Vanna White. But back in like the 90s, the most beloved celebrity in the United States was Vanna White uh, across all demographics. And the reason why was because she never said anything. She just turned letters over and contestants always thought that she was on their side, even though she literally did nothing. And she never said anything political. She was never in the news for any, anything, you knew nothing about her. She was a blank slate. She was a white sheet upon which we projected our own joys upon. So 
it struck me in that moment, particularly with their names being so funny, that Black Noir is the Vanna White to Homelander in that he just uses him as a blank canvas upon which to project his own thoughts. (laughs) Fucking... I knew AP English was going to make an appearance. He's back, that's, baby. That's fucking great. I agree. Although, you know, I will say this. I, I Now that you say it, I could totally see why that is. Because, yeah, either she, Vanna White, would do one of two things. She would either, you know, turn the thing and say, hey, you got something right. Good for you. And, it, and, and, and you know, yeah, and a little clap, a little clap. Mm-hmm. Or she, if they get it, she had like the most sincere, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I yeah. believe in you. You can do this. Yeah. And like, it's so very simple. relatable right very, that's all very people relatable. want yeah yeah you're totally right she did a they great just job want you people just want it. you to to do a little applause yeah. when they do something good and to look sad when they well fail. speak speaking of sad you know homelander is like you're the only one i can trust black noir and then black yep. noir leaves and he's like black, fucks black off noir wouldn't wouldn't leave me why would <laughs> and he's like sad for a second you're like oh yeah anthony Starr is a really good actor this he's, is really like he's a good job oh, of trying to make this 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 was this is the one that they should submit for his Emmy. He'll never think. win an Emmy for this. I wish he would. This show won't get shit just because I can't imagine people like accepting Emmys it. tend to be more forgiving than Oscars. Yeah. So I think yeah, yeah. there's a They'd chance. Right. Yeah. But later on, you know, so yeah, Black Noir fucks off. He does like fucking dig his tracker out of his his arm, arm in yeah. an elevator and hand it to an unsuspecting lady, which was very funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Anthony Starr later as Homelander, um, we learn that Homelander is uh, either metaphorically or literally uh, multiple personalities. And he's speaking to himself in the mirror yeah. And yeah. that's what I mean when I say like this is his Oscar moment yeah. because uh, he is playing both sides of Homelander, one of whom is the superhero who eschews every bit of humanity about himself and finds that to be a weakness that needs to be cut out. And the other is a sad little boy who just yeah. wants to be loved. And yeah. like the tears welling up in his eyes like literally like i felt for him like yeah. this poor little boy who spent his whole life just looking for love and looking for a mother and a father and finding nothing brutal it was a really nice smeagol moment yes in the mirror. it was really actually pretty well With done no cgi to help yeah him that yeah I exactly yeah, yeah it was really good um yeah. i i agree um, so then there's basically a little, they're building a little tension with Ashley and a train. Ashley stands up to him. Blue Hawk has 12 weeks of sensitivity training <laughs> for, for paralyzing a black man. Did you notice Ashley was wearing like a weird red and white striped suit? She looked literally like a, like a clown or like maybe more a ringmaster. Maybe that's the look they were going oh, for. God damn it again. <laughs> You 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 know you're absolutely right. It was a very odd clothing choice. Yeah, think, it was very uh, ostentatious. There's a great interaction, brief. I, I could use more of this brief interaction with Huey and uh, Soldier Boy, and yes, this is what I want more of. Like this, like delving into how weird this guy Soldier Boy is, and and asking him some questions, and then they just throw in some shit that is fucking uproariously funny, like Cosby. Now that's America's father. Boy, he made strong drinks. It's strong drinks. Yes, and, <laughs> and, he, and Huey says literally like what everybody was thinking. He just he says something like, "Oh Jesus Christ." <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's something like that where it's just this like he's like, "Well, there's, there's lots." There's a lot to unpack here. Lots to unpack here. Uh, here. <laughs> uh, Which, by the way, as a podcaster, uh, one thing I'm very proud of myself for. I have not used that phrase. Unpack. Uh, unpack. Let's unpack this. Let's un- there's a lot to unpack here in two years. All right. Well, until now. I mean, until now. But it was done, like, to quote someone else. That's so true. I it felt, doesn't count. It doesn't I felt count. like I could get away with it. Yeah. Um, so you, we start to get a little sense of him. I, I really, the thing I like about Soldier Boy a lot, I want to hear your thoughts about this. I, I feel like they do a really good job of making him 
I don't want to say neutral, but a character that you don't love, but want to see more of, but don't hate either. You don't feel the same way you do about Homelander, for example. Homelander, you feel sympathy for, especially in the earlier seasons, but you kind of hate. This guy, you feel a little bit more like ambivalent towards. It's really interesting how they do that. He's Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, and, And I didn't get this when Winter Soldier was out there. I I could give a shit about Winter Soldier, but everybody I knew. You. How dare you? She's, jerk, she's making the jerk off motion. With no, the I'm not. People. I didn't do that. Don't send me your angry letters. Uh, Winter Soldier fanboys. No, everybody I knew was in love with Sebastian Stan immediately. And I think I'm more into, I actually like, I do find Soldier Boy very attractive. Yeah, Jensen Eccles is a good-looking dude. I mean, yeah, and, like, and like he's, he's got that at. like dark, broody scruffiness that I'm yeah. like, Daddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But by the way, did you notice I didn't shave today? Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of pulling a Winter Soldier thing myself. It's pretty no, good, right? It's pretty not... much the same thing. It's kind of like we're at the same level. Mm-hmm. Being, pretty much him and me, and then we were having. A I guess if Winter thing. Soldier was like really into poop stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's like a, a high doses of prednisone yeah if you were like the <laughs> chief resident of poop I like you are hard. i worked fucking hard for that title <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you did not as hard as the poop worked no yeah. poop works hard to get out go on <laughs> uh so yes he has a really like he is there's something magnetic about what else has jensen eccles been in i know supernatural is the only thing i could think of oh supernatural right it's a dumb name, but he is very attractive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so I did love, so this is where we hinted at this in the last episode. This is where he says what Captain America should have said, which is right. like, like men today are pussies, you know, like right. they walk around with their babies and a sack on them. Like, <laughs> like right. you know, like, yeah, like he's kind of like, you're he's sexy and brooding but he's also your grandpa <laughs> like right. he's got fucked up beliefs that are stuck in a previous time yeah um so yeah like that's an issue uh that comes out during this talk with with huey um but yeah i think you're right like there is i don't know what it is there's some there is something about him that is very sympathetic but as i mentioned in the previous episode uh i am still convinced that he is um the worst and that he is just another homelander yeah i i don't see the i don't see there being a heroic arc for him yeah. maybe i'm maybe we're wrong hopefully we're wrong i don't know it'd be nice to see but again i, I i'm just trying to also think about how they're going to end this season like they can't kill homelander so soldier right. boy has to die because somebody yes. has to die yeah, yeah, yeah soldier boy i think will die by the end of the season yeah and so is he die a hero or does he die uh the villain because i think a villain i think so too because I, that's what they did last season they give a stormfront so they could kill some bad guy at the end so you feel yeah. like something big yeah happened. you need a big bad to die yeah exactly like and here's the thing like this episode so it's really not at all subtle and it's becoming less and less subtle as episodes go on is this idea and they really like this episode is really over the top with it no, i'm not saying that as a criticism necessarily but superpowers are evil and you know some and one group of people thinks that you need evil to fight evil and that's another reason why i think soldier boy is ultimately a bad guy because he is the weapon to fight homelander right now uh used by the guys who think you need to be evil to fight evil so he is by definition evil and that's like i think crystal clear in what um starlight says uh throughout this episode and especially at the end uh we could talk about that in a minute but uh yeah so i i think i think he's he's evil and will die evil i i know that that's the real answer if you had that kind of power almost everyone would be at best like soldier boy which is like indifferent yeah like the people around you that get hurt and at worst homelander 
I get it. I have to say though, there is really something special about having the concept of the Spider-Man hero in your head. Like you really want to believe in that sort of shit. I mean, really like I I'm sure we would both consider ourselves to be kind of heroic people if we were to have superpowers, but it all takes is little tiny things along the way you would do to like to break those things. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that there is something that is kind of depressing to me about this show that is like, you're like, you're watching this, you see, this is what happens to superhero. And like MM says in the last episode, the whole point of what we do is that no one should have these powers. It does. It does make me a little sad that we as humans would never be capable of doing this. I can't think of the best human I know, not misusing a superpower at some point. Man, that's, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could give it to, I can't even think of what's a, Who's I can't really even think good? of. No one's really good. Everyone's got yeah, to I was about to say, shit. Like what you could give it to Gandhi, the guy that like slept naked with teenage girls. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was, you know what I say? I say you give it to Seth Curry and maybe Seth Curry. <laughs> The most perfect human who ever walked on the face of the earth. Maybe he who has done no wrong ever. Steph Curry is a is is Steph Curry is what I, I assume a superhero would be like in my if I had my childhood imagination of what superheroes would be like. Because God, the guy's perfect. Wait, I got one. Yeah. I got one. I Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. What's no, he- but he's like a Hollywood actor. He's done some weird shit at some point. Steve Buscemi went into the I know, 9-11. I know. Yeah, I know. I got it. We all know that Steve Buscemi was a firefighter. When it- God, I got it. I got it. But come on. Like, he I'm also not saying- seems like a really nice guy. You're telling like me nice Steph guy. Curry's a better person than Steve Buscemi? Absolutely. Steph Curry is the most perfect human who has ever existed. <laughs> How with do you except- know? With the exception of him being religious, I think everything about him is pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a Warriors fan, man. I've been following the kids <laughs> since not, I was in college. That I doesn't listen, mean you know. I listen to a lot of that these means you're, you, that's a conflict great. of interest. That's not a proof that the guy is. Good. I wrote a scientific paper about it. I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> All right. But All the right. The, talking, okay. The point being, yeah, like, uh, but I think it's good. I don't. I don't want a show where the moral is like. Well, maybe one, well, you know, okay. I don't want to show where the moral is maybe one good person with superpowers would do good things with them and nothing bad. Um, Because I think that that's a bad moral to take away, but this show has not given up on that because there's one person on the side of like, uh, you don't need to do evil to be evil. And that's Starlight. Great segue into that discussion she had with uh senator newman yes um, i really enjoyed that one where she basically was like me too Fuck you yeah uh, i'm done playing your fucking game if you want to explode my head go ahead and explode my fucking head yeah um which does bring us back to your point from the previous episode like who <laughs> who does that protect your life <laughs> yeah exactly i mean yeah but, you know heroes do that cave heroes do that she is a hero but you know uh, yeah Heroes sacrifice themselves for. But, you, but here's what happens: they end up like supersonic. That's what real hero happens to real heroes. Is yeah. They fucking well, and squashed. she's she's protected by, and the senator kind of admits this at the end of their meeting. Like, uh, you know, think it over, because basically, I could kill you. It would be difficult for me, but I could do it. Meaning yeah. that, like, and Starlight probably knows that, like, she can't just blow my head up right now. It would be really obvious who did it and blah, blah, blah. So she is a bit protected and she probably knows that. But ultimately, yeah, that lady could blow her head up. Yeah, and she I made did. her nose bleed. Yeah, that was a nice just touch. To prove that it. She yeah. has such power that she could just, like, in the the, that's the precision. Conversation. That's precision. Like mm-hmm. burst a fucking blood vessel right there. Yeah. Um, so then, then we have to the the one subplot of this that I'm not loving that much is the whole Sergey Kimiko Russians thing. Mm. Um, Why don't you love it? It just it's like it, it to me. It seems like it's so heavy handed. You you know from the very beginning that 
they talk about this escape and you know something's going to happen that's going to make them be like we we can't escape this this life of violence this is us because they can't leave the show what's going to happen they're going to leave right. the show and, and like go off and do something totally different now i mean they they have to spin off yeah exactly <laughs> road trip show with uh, which i would watch i love 100%. that actress she's fucking dope but like she's, she's gorgeous and, and so anyways i uh that 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 to me is like uh, a little bit heavy i mean it's and he the well, and also whatever the russian does sorry, it does it tie into our larger story anymore now that soldier boys out of russia no it's solely just to to have this ultraviolet moment where she has this this moment of violence which is totally justified it was fucking brutal that's one of the most brutal it, things that i think has been on the show and she kills this guy in self-defense but that's with no to be powers like, she yeah i guess she must have strength though right because didn't she break how did she fucking get no out of she chair? okay so she uh so kimiko was in the hospital uh before yeah. being kidnapped and she they showed her opening a popsicle yeah. and uh she it's one of those popsicles with a riddle on it uh-huh and so she reads the riddle and then she gets kidnapped. Yeah. Um, and the riddle, by the way, was why did the photo go to jail? What, what, I didn't fucking see that. How do you see that? And what, I, what, I paused because I was curious. Why, I don't know. Why did the photo go Come to jail? Come on. Think, why did the photo go to jail? Because it was negative. It had to be developed in a black room. I don't know. <laughs> I think that the answer, I, I maybe, I, I do a lot of those Christmas poppers. I love them. So I, I do a lot of like bad jokes. So, but I think that the answer is because it was framed. Oh, of course. Of that's course. what I would say is of the course. answer. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, well, that's interesting. I wonder if that's relevant. Don't know. But she kept the popsicle stick. And when she was handcuffed, she pulled it out and she used that to pick the lock. And and then she stabbed the guy, I think, with the popsicle stick um, in order to get out. God damn. Yeah, I, I missed that. Thank you for, <laughs> for fucking shedding light on that scene. That's fucking amazing. Um, so, yeah, she did all of that with and then um, so the guy fell on top of her and the other guy shot that guy. And I was like, holy shit, she's got to be dead. But no, like that, that guy absorbed all of the bullets. So none of this was her superpowers. Mm. So then she like shoves the guy off. And then um, the other guy comes over and just kicks the living shit out of her wound. Oh, that was so fucking brutal. I That's what was brutal that. to me. Yeah, I yeah. agreed. I was it like, just went stop this shit. Oh on and on and on. And then she thank god grabbed a piece of metal stabbed him in the femoral artery femoral is that the right yeah, one yeah yeah <laughs> i'm a doctor now <laughs> I'm, I'm the captain now look at me look at me i'm the doctor now i'm the doctor i'm the doctor now so so, so she kills him and so yeah none of that was with powers and that's why it's it's uh, and 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 so she stabs in the femoral artery, and then he collapses, and he's basically like at that point he's dying, and there's no threat to her, but she is now like overwhelmed with adrenaline, and she just stabs the living shit out of them. Now, okay, but this goes back to what I was talking about the last episode, where. Listen, I, I am against violence. I don't like violence in real life. There's no point in it almost every 100% of the time. Almost 100% of the time. Sometimes there is, obviously. obviously. But I, I'm, I'm not about that. I'm about helping people, all that stuff. Yeah. I took an oath. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that all being said, like the fact that like, just like when there is someone who does something really bad and someone defends themselves against it, like that person has to deal with the trauma of doing that. But then when shows try to make it seem like, oh, who's the monster here? Who's the monster now? I'm like, fuck you. Come on. Like that had to happen. Okay. Like yes and no. Uh, all right. So yes, she had to kill him. Um, but she had killed him by the, when she stabbed his femoral artery. Yeah, right. He was dead. Right. Um, but she didn't stop there. And I think that's where, and, and this isn't, I mean, obviously it's the show making this point of who is the monster, but it's 
I think it's very understandable from a character standpoint that now she, once all of this is done, is looking back on that. And like she, I think they were illustrating her, Kimiko, in that moment, turning into an animal and just like releasing her rage. Like she didn't have to stab him a million more times. She just did it. And so that I think is what she's talking about later when she's talking to Frenchie and she's saying what uh, Billy said several episodes ago about how, uh, you know, it doesn't taking V become getting superpowers doesn't make you a cunt. It just makes you more of yourself. And if you were a cunt before, now you're more of a cunt. She's saying the same thing. And, you know, people have said this about wine and (laughs) drugs since time immemorial. Um, uh, She's saying, I thought it was the V that made me a monster, but it's actually just me. That's the monster. And Frenchie reassures her, you know, but I, I think that that's, that is a normal reaction for a human who has, behaved like yes. that towards another human i yeah i mean whenever you've enacted that kind of violence you should question yourself and, and take a pause and take a yeah break. like even if it was like yeah. it's understandable totally totally with, uh, understand, with yeah the adrenaline and, right. and everything right but i think it's also understandable to look back on that and be like what am i am but, i a human or am i an animal but but if this is the mechanism in which they keep her as part of the boys I don't know mm. if I love that. You know what no, I mean? No, that's that's true. Yeah, if she's like, oh, okay, I'll just go back then. No, I yeah, agree. Exactly. That. Like, yeah. I want her to stay. Obviously, I want her to be a part of the show and part of the this group, all that. Yeah. But if the reason she's doing this is because she's like, oh, well, I'm fucking, I'm a monster. There's, I might as well hang out with these monsters. And then that, I don't, I don't, I, I, don't I agree with you. Yeah. And also, I mean, I hate these shows when they make them have this fucking Sophie's Choice sort of thing. Like, oh, which of your people do you want to kill? No, her, her. I was actually so I I was so happy that because right. I also hate the Sophie's Choice thing. And when she got out almost immediately, like they didn't even like Prolong I don't think they dragged it, yeah. it out too yeah, yeah. long. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I I liked that. Like that. Yeah, he, me too didn't actually have to do that he would have picked her though yeah and they made that clear like with his his acting like when they when they swung the gun at her yeah right right yeah Yeah, i agree i agree all right so there was that scene um and then there was another thing scene i wanted to discuss it was the scene with uh mm and he's hanging out with annie because him and annie are now bonded because they're like the two people who are sort of trying to keep some moral sense of what they're doing. Yes. Whereas Huey and Billy are sort of like really like out in the woods now. And um, they, they they tried to explain his OCD. Now, yeah. I have to say, I'm not quite sure that's how OCD works. <laughs> yeah. we I'm And not, we talked about this yeah, before. Right. Yeah. So I have a pause. I mean, we should, we could get like uh, one of our, like my psychiatrist friends, from the house of pod to come on and talk about this i'm sure tyler black would would weigh in on this i'm sure he is he's actually i, would, I wouldn't so. hate that yeah he he's probably a good person to talk to you about this tyler if you're listening let me know anyways so i don't think that's how it works but that being said i did like that they were trying to tie in his story and explain him and go into his his thing is this going to sound weird that like the fact that it was just his grandfather, I expect it to be his whole family. Cause I'm not confused. Cause like mm. sometimes he says, you killed my family. And then sometimes yeah. when he's telling that story, it's just his, his dad. I mean, his yeah. granddad. it's just but his granddad. He, but does he mean you killed my family because you made my dad go so crazy that he dedicated his life to this. And then he died oh. in the pursuit of trying to get soups. Is that. I think you, I think it's the latter. And I do also like that even more, actually, um, because also I think when he says family, I think he's also talking about his daughter. Um, and I think he's talking about how, in a way, um, and okay, shut up, AP Rebecca, but no, come out, AP Rebecca, come out. Generational there. trauma. It's- there, I said it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you knew it was there. <laughs> the, the way that um, these inequalities and these atrocities visited upon marginalized people don't just affect the people that are there at the time, but they actually have these, um, they reverberate throughout the generations. And so I think when M.M. is talking about his his family, as uh, the guy from The Fast and the Furious might say, uh, he's, 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 uh, he is talking about how like that incident, and, and I did like that, how um, he's recontextualizing things as he's not destroying his, his relationship with his daughter. You know, we've talked about this before, how he, he's kind of choosing between building the relationship with his daughter or uh, going after soldier boy to avenge his grandfather. It's not, I was wrong to uh, read it as that from this news, just speaking from this news standpoint, because maybe um, his relationship with his daughter is already destroyed uh, due Mm. to this generational trauma because of this and and let's find let's accept ocd as a part of this sure um because maybe there's no better um psychological term for what's happening so let's go with ocd um he cannot have a normal relationship with his daughter until he resolves this thing and maybe not even then so it's not really even a choice for him it's already, those relationships have already been destroyed. And what he is trying to do now is maybe just make the best possible life for his daughter so that that generational trauma can maybe end with her. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 I hope, (laughs) I hope that's how this plays out. That's a great, I mean, that would be really like, I mean, again, that's the thing I like. I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe it's because I'm a little buzzed, but I, this is the thing I really enjoy about doing this show with you is because I think 90% of the stuff we talk about is like not something the writers intended. Yeah. The fact that it allows us, the writing is good enough that it creates something that we could discuss in this way. Yeah. Um, and, and have these kind of conversations about, I think is really fucking great. It's funny because I always actually thought about that, like in AP and afterwards, <laughs> like I would hear from people saying like, well, you're, you're thinking too much about this. That's not what the author intended. And I would always just think, well, who cares what they intended? I'm right. thinking about something interesting. And right. isn't that and, great? And I, I think that <laughs> at the end of the day is what most authors intend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most authors would be, I think the show would be happy if they knew that we were having this discussion about shit, even if they yeah. had no, no fucking part of it. Or they would, they would issue us a cease and desist. Yeah. It's one of one the or the other. Hopefully, hopefully they're okay with it. Okay. All right. So, okay. We, we got, we got to spend right. the, the bulk of the, the rest of we the We haven't episode. even talked about yeah, the herogasm. So herogasm. <laughs> So all the C-list... We've got like 10 minutes to talk about hero guys. Fucking shit. Okay, so all the heroes get together. <laughs> C-list heroes, not even like the A-list heroes, get together once a year for this massive orgy. Yeah. Okay? Uh, let's start with penis talk. Because you've told me you preferred the uncircumcised penis. And I want to make it clear. I love all penises, Tabe. <laughs> like, I do not discriminate at all. At all. <laughs> Okay. All. Okay. All right. Listen. Big, small, circumcised, uncircumcised. Yeah. Every that, penis is a good penis. You're a real penis half full kind of gal. I appreciate <laughs> that about you. Um but the 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 thing I'm going to say about uncircumcised penises is don't you feel like it, they lend themselves very well to looking like alien life forms? Cause that's what the love sausages penis looks like. It looks well, like an alien. I hate to break this to you, Kave, but the uncircumcised penis also looks like an alien life form. It's just that you've seen more of them. So yeah. you think it doesn't. Listen, there's a, ver- there's a reason Darth Vader's helmet wasn't circumcised. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's iconic in its circumcised form. Good. That's. I just feel like Darth Vader would have looked good with a cloak. I. I. Uh, let's wait and see. That, like that giant, maybe the, like 
that, maybe that next big season worm that came yeah. out in, in, in Empire Strikes Back, the giant worm that swallows them. That was the uncertainty. The sarlacc. The, the sarlacc. No, 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 uh, no, no. When they're flying around and they're oh. they get swallowed in by that, yeah, that giant, yeah. like, I don't know or they if that escape had a... from the yeah. name. I don't know if that name. Anyway, yeah. so um, anyway, okay. I talk, just think why mess with what Perfection. if it ain't if it ain't broke. Don't fix it. That's I mean, listen, my feeling. Don't get me wrong. You you could find some medical evidence to say that there's. We can fight know, about that if you want. And I will you, fight a doctor. You know, I I don't I don't feel strongly about it. I mean, at the end of the day, you could you there's some like things you could point to, but mm-hmm. in reality, it's mostly like you want your kid's dick to look like yours. Exactly. Yeah, you know that's you don't I, want I, to be in the shower with your son. And yeah. Be like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't worry, kid. It'll fall off later. Right. That that's mostly what it's all about. <laughs> Anyways. So uh, there's this giant piece right. there. That's a character from the comics. He's actually a is bigger it? character in the comics than he is. Bigger? In, yeah. <laughs> not not cockwise. But he's an important figure. And like he's this Russian guy that they're really close with. And he's like a likable guy. But he. And his I don't, superpower is just having a giant wine serpent dick. I don't remember if that's his main power or if it just happens to have a massive dick. I think it just he, that he yeah just maybe ma- that's just a massive maybe that's just like a, really a side big. effect the way that all the other heroes get like super strength as a side effect <laughs> but massive dick he got I mean, massive serpent dick as a side effect did, so let, let's let's see if you what what things did you catch during this hero gasm that were that stood out to you oh my god all right I couldn't look too closely because I would have had to take a break because uh, it looked fun. Um, I liked the ice dildo. There was an ice dildo that yeah. was made. Um, but I liked how they showed that she wasn't enjoying it. They were no, like, they were... and they mentioned that that there were sex workers at right. the party that did not necessarily sign on to be with soups. So right, it really right. gave it a tinge of evil, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's also like okay, tell me what do you, what is the relationship between the twins? So they kind of do give you this weird hint that it's a little bit incestuous. It seems because incestuous. They seem, like, they seem like husband and wife, but they're like brother and sister. But then they never really like they never really play on that that much. I mean, that that was kind of fun because they're like that goofy like Wonder Twins activate sort yes, of like goofiness. They're the and Wonder they end up Twins, blowing it at the end and being killed quickly um not not holding it not 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 even standing a chance yeah um and you you're kind of rooting for them to die because they're unbearable they're horrible they're horrible people and they're unbearable um what's his name mm getting sprayed with an immense amount of ejaculate yeah he got like a cum (laughs) blast to the everything And it was, was good. Amazing. The comedy of it, like a guy pushes past him, and he's like, "Ah, oh, he got some some lube on my on my yeah, exactly. favorite jacket," and then he opens the door and just gets a, a whole body full of jizz on him. And then there's floating dildos going around. There's oh yeah. Sex. I mean, uh, I don't know. It wasn't. I guess we've seen Game of Thrones. We've seen lots of like <laughs> sex worker scenes, you know. So I, I didn't feel like it was too shocking outside of that i feel like that the the jizz blast uh was probably the biggest part of it right yeah and i liked that it was it was it was seedier than i thought it was going to be like i thought hero gasm was going to be like so i thought it was gonna be like fantasy playboy mansion but in reality it was like Ah. reality playboy mansion which is actually quite sad and like dark and dirty and gross <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah you you don't it's not sexy no like there there were some sex like you know there's a guy with like electricity nipples and there yeah there was the floating vibrator and stuff so from from a distance you're like oh that could be a fun thing and then when you get in there it's like oh no this is this is horrible yeah. <laughs> Do, do you know what movie did that really well? Did you ever watch a movie with Mike? Oh fuck, who's the guy who plays um, Magneto? It's called Shame, a movie with Michael Fassbender. I don't know if you ever saw it, but but this movie I did not. It was so good because it's about a guy who's a sex addict basically, and he has all these sexual encounters in the course of the movie, including this one threesome he has with these two very attractive like prostitutes. But because the underlying like 
theme of the movie is like this intense like trauma that they're dealing with and and the shame it's amazing how not sexy it was you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. The, this wasn't quite like that, but it, it wasn't too far from that either. Like, it, it wasn't like, I, I mean, maybe it's also because they're trying to like, they're filming with a bunch of people and there's a bunch of extras and they're trying to make it not seem like a porn movie. They're trying to keep it professional. But like, there was really like, that was that was really interesting to me how it wasn't actually that sexy. Maybe that's also a sign of like, how fucking jaded we are. How how much fucking, because me, like at like 12, I probably would be jerking off to this scene <laughs> so much that like absolutely, air, absolutely, dust would be coming, dust would be coming out of my dick. Like, <laughs> it'd be coughing up like like dust particles. You know what I mean? I wish I did, uh, but no. <laughs> no, I I think I think you're right though. Like I, but I think that they, I think the creators wanted you to get that sense of unease and like I can't quite or I'm gonna feel bad masturbating to this later uh by then they did drop in the thing about like oh there are sex workers here that are being abused you know and they they cut to like a woman like I think it might have it was one of the dildo scenes but yeah so it's like it, yeah, it's it's part sexy, but mostly like kind of gross and sad. And like the twins make it particularly sad. And yeah. yeah, so yeah, it was an interesting scene. And then you cut to Starlight walking in on the deep fucking an octopus. Yeah, which had to happen. Um, let <laughs> me ask you this. Did you catch the Stormfront uh, Easter egg? No. So do you remember in, boy, I'm assuming it was the last season when they're hunting down, uh, MM is, is, is on the, the trail of, you know, Stormfront trying to figure out her history. He, there's like this old magazine article, um, and it kind of reveals that Liberty was Stormfront's original identity, like this real American character. Oh, remember then in this episode, Soldier Boy is like, oh, yeah, I founded this event like whatever years ago with, with Liberty. Uh, Liberty. Exactly. Yes, <gasps> that was Stormfront. That was that must have been right. Holy I mean, I think... shit. Good catch. I, I see. I caught something. You got it. Good yes. job. Once I every four episodes, I got something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and wow. Sure she was there. So another see, thing and- that. Yeah, and that's that's just one more thing to throw in the pile of Soldier Boy is literally just Homelander, and a Homeland right. even said it in their fight. Like I'm the next generation of yeah. you, you know, right, I'm right, the right. improved version or whatever. Right, right. What did you think about A Train's apology to Huey? I loved that scene because A Train, I think for the first time in the series, A Train was. Um, honest Mm -hmm. and really like he's he's one of those people that i have complained about for the last several years uh more than ever in that like oh you don't you can't empathize with anyone until you experience the same thing right but now he has experienced the same thing and i believe that he really does empathize with huey now and I think his apology was really genuine, but also I think that Huey needs therapy and uh, does not understand how, like he's built this meeting up in their head and to Huey, like this is part of the reason why Huey is taking the superhero serum because he has accepted into his mindset the fact that like the only way that he will ever achieve any kind of closure on any of his problems uh, is through toxic masculinity, basically about being the yeah. bigger man and about physically dominating his enemy. Like that to him now is success. And so he hmm. got what he like season one, Huey, wanted what which right. was just a real apology that's all season right. one huey literally that's all he asked for like right. he went to vault 
just asking right. for a train to give him a face-to-face apology and he couldn't get it. And that's what yeah. put him on this path. And now he got the one thing that he was after. And when faced with that, he, his, his brain broke. He punched him in the face. Yeah. I think that, boy, I think you're right. And that is what happened. But at the same time, I just, didn't feel like there's part of me that heard his apology and i was still just like dude you're only fucking sorry now because your brother oh absolutely because of some dumb shit you did like you just didn't have to and it wasn't i mean it wasn't enough i just wasn't enough so i i understood why he punched him i feel like he had to i mean like i i i hear you're totally right like it's not a good thing it's toxic masculinity wait but did he have to or no, no, was he, it just not enough it just wasn't enough for him yeah like and, those and are also, two different things it's like yeah. it wasn't enough and maybe there's something else but like punching him it probably felt good yeah no i'm sure you're right i'm absolutely sure that that is i mean that's the that's the healthier way to take this whole I thing i know i don't know why i'm who am i uh, fucking no, punch him God, well someone here has to be the bigger person Ugh, why is it gotta I be just, me because he's just such an asshole though no he is he is but um, also i don't know also like i am don't tell anybody about this no no one's listening don't worry i'm just you okay. me just but i me. am like i am i, I am like a a an annoyingly empathetic person where, and and I don't believe in free will. So I. <laughs> Explain. Okay. I literally just think that like everyone's actions are a result of the things that came before. And it doesn't mean that I can't blame them or be angry at them, but it also means like, like a train is a piece of shit because of, the things he went through like just like homelander is a piece of shit because of the things he went through and that's kind of why i like the show because if you think too much about any of their backgrounds they become a sympathetic character um and i think that's how it is in real life where i think there are very few if any humans who are born as like sociopathic monsters just out to kill right and And even then, it's just a fluke of, that would just be a fluke of genetics. But for the most part, yeah, like people are fucked up because of the way they were brought up and like the shit they went through as kids. And that's what we see with these characters. And so like A-Train is in that process of like becoming a sympathetic human maybe where something has finally broken his shell uh, that he's built up around himself because of his already shitty upbringing, you know. Mm-hmm. And was his was his upbringing that shitty? He had a loving brother. Yeah, that's a good question. His brother does seem okay. I don't I know. Mean, we don't know like, that much. He's in the Vought system, but so, we know like, that somebody dosed him with this drug, yeah. and so I feel right. like all of the soups, more or less, are these tools that right. adults used. used. Right. Yeah. And he had a weird upbringing she yes. had like this weird fucking thing with her mom using her and making her do these beauty talent things contest shit and she ended up somehow as a moral like beacon of this show well yeah and like okay so this is it's a fictional show but what? how I dare hate, you i'm so sorry to break this, to you. I thought this no but at the nature. same t- yeah like uh it's not just like bad upbringing equals bad person but it's like the 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 output does if you take in enough uh factors if you take in enough data eventually you can see that the input equals the output for yeah. people uh-huh. there's no like magical ghost in the machine that's processing things that is either like choosing good or bad it's just like some of us get fucked up and some of us don't like yeah. you and I lucked out with the brains and the compassion and the and looks. Beauty. Yeah. And like the handsomeness. Yeah. Not everybody. <laughs> look at, look at this. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> hey, hey, you <laughs> got to go to YouTube for this guys. <laughs> 
giving you a look. Do I look like, I don't know, Fred Flintstone and John Goodman had a love child? Kind of like Alfred Molina about to beat his wife. I don't fucking know. Fucking shit. How fucking dare you. How fucking dare you. You're lucky you're not here or I would hit you while yelling something. I knew it. Farsi. I knew it. I can't help it. Fucking Molina really nailed us on that one. I have no free will. Free will doesn't exist. I must beat a woman. (laughs) Okay, let's see. What have we forgotten? Hero God. uh, Oh, oh, wait. I have a. I have a. Oh, wait. What about A Train? Oh, he fucking kills. Yeah. In a real Wendigo moment. That's a Wendigo kill. It is a Wendigo moment. Yes. I'm glad you know the Wendigo story. I love the Wendigo. I'm a big fan of cryptids in general. Big fan of the Wendigo. God, yeah, me too. I have to say that's that's a fun. Did you ever watch the the movie Wendigo? Yes. Was it called Wendigo? Or there's another one called like Hunger, I think. No, yeah, there's a different one. Wendigo was a movie, a small movie. Uh there was an actor in it who was really famous. I only know him. He had a small role in U571. Um, he was great. He was he's a really good actor. I don't but he's in, been in like no movies. Oh man, it, Patricia Clarkson was in it. It it's like this in quiet, it's this quiet movie where basically um Antlers is like a version of it. There's a new movie. Oh yeah, I haven't but seen that yet, but I wanted to. All, all these movies do the same thing that all fucking like Hollywood movies do, which annoys me, which is like they take this great idea, which is this this ethnic like horror right. story, and yeah. then they make like it about white people. White and then people. there's always like one Indian dude who comes in is like, oh, no. so what? Oh, they, they try to explain. Do it, you like, not know the Wendigo, my child? We'll tell you the Wendigo story. And, like they never make the hero the fucking Native American. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. but but it's a great like uh, story. That movie Wendigo with that guy, whoever that actor is, I'm thinking of, was uh, fucking great. Was it um, Jake Weber or Eric Sullivan? No, it sounds more like a Weber. He looks more like a Weber than a per sullivan this guy looks like he's had a rough life he's got a big comb over thing who oh he was michael in dawn of the dead yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it was <gasps> so the remake the remake dawn of the dead oh. um zach snyder the only good things zach snyder ever did that oh shit racist can yeah, eat a bowl of dicks anyways We'll talk anyway, about what we're we'll, talking about. We'll talk about? about the movie 300 at some point. Um, so he, he gets a train does a oh, yeah, to go. Yeah, he drags that fucker literally. Yes, he tra- <laughs> drag him, honey. Drag Would it be great him. if there's a character named Shade and they put like shade on you <laughs> and you like died because the shade made you like too cold or something? <laughs> it it's too shade. much. Ugh. It's shade. Dude, this is gonna be a character. Uh, <laughs> we should we should make our own show. We should totally make our own show just based <laughs> on all these like ridiculous like phrases. Like he's based. He's like the superhero is like really great. <laughs> like it. <and>, uh... <laughs> Anyways, anyway, so there's that. Uh, yes. Then then, and then there's the big fallout. There's like this great scene where Annie and Huey are literally yes. naked. Yes. Like they're totally take it oh, ap cave yeah it, what's that mean what's it mean vulnerable yes. totally, there's no more secrets yes. everything's out in the open yes. and they don't like it they, they hate it yeah. they hate it and that's and that's like mm-hmm. the breakup scene essentially um now whether or not they stay broken up i guess is the question i mean what do you think is this is, is this it or are they gonna find a way back to each other she's looking obviously at they're like gonna dummy they're gonna get back with each what come on nobody wants them apart like this is a real moonlighting situation okay you can't put them together and then not take them apart yeah i agree i I just hope they don't do this weird thing like 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 where they like have her hook up with another character or have him hook up with another character you know what i mean no Yeah. yeah just like i love it when a show uh, yeah, so this is, it's the moonlighting problem with any show, the will they, won't they, you've got two characters with, uh, with, a, with a bit of magnetism, if you get them together too soon, you worry that the audience isn't going to care anymore because they just tuned in for that will they or won't they thing, yeah, yeah. but uh, I think a good show uh, 
puts them together and then shows you how a good relationship works. But the problem is that nobody writing TV shows knows how a good relationship works. <laughs> so, so they're like, what do I write? I don't understand. How do they, don't they hate each other still? <laughs> so it's really frustrating. And I actually, like, I'm trying to think of an example. I know there are a few that I've seen recently like in the past few years where it is like, okay, they like each other. Will they, won't they? Oh, they do. They get together. And now actually they're even better than before because they yeah. make each other better. Like, yeah. yeah, no, it happens. Actually, I'm, I, I talked about this show earlier, but it is criminally underrated in my opinion, shield agents of shield. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of my, one of the few shows as a side note that really always threw my expectations off. That mm. they did a really good job of, but oh, I didn't expect that to happen. That's really yeah. fun. They they did a lot of fan service, but at the same time, they knew how to play with fan expectations and fanboys and that fan. Oh, nice. So, anyways, there's two main characters in that show, and they they have that same chemistry, and they get together, and then you love them for it. Fitzsimmons, you know, you love that. So, yeah. Anyways, all right. Yeah, like uh, it can work. All right. So yeah. uh, let's close up there. I think that's all right. Nice so uh, well, well, just to wrap up the plot, yeah. they do like. Uh, manage like they team up um so uh huey oh, yeah. chooses uh the boys over uh starlight mm-hmm. once again um starlight and mm go on to actually help people in the aftermath of uh soldier boy blowing up at hero gasm as she knew he would um they they are literally helping people while um uh, Huey and uh, Billy and uh, Soldier Boy fight uh, Homelander. They manage to pin him down. Soldier Boy, tr- what from what I gathered, like Soldier Boy was trying to like suck his power out. Or, or he was about to trying to blast him. I think I, like, I don't know that, that radioactive blast or something. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he was trying to like kill him with his laser whatever or if he was just trying to suck his power out but somehow uh homelander wiggles his way out of it blasts through the ceiling and flies away to think about his life um and uh so the rest of them are are left uh walking literally walking away as mm and starlight are like doing first aid on people So it's really right. a stark um, shot of like who is actually helping people right. and who yeah. is yeah, just yeah, yeah. chasing their ego. And and then Annie goes uh, on to do a, like a TikTok where she – Oh, yeah. Or Instagram, whatever, like where she yeah. explains the whole thing. And it's all laid bare. And she's totally honest for the first time with the uh, the American public. So, I mean, we'll, I'm curious to see what the next episode then sort yeah, of – Yeah, because she's finally plays. like – combating the yeah. uh the like that public image right. sort of game yeah. so yeah 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 i'm excited to see the next episode uh and i enjoyed going over this with you this was as as always so much fun let's do so it again fun. soon let's do um, it again soon tell the people they can find are. me at twitter on twitter i mean not at twitter at the at house Twitter headquarters. You can find me at Twitter headquarters. I will be in hiding in the cafeteria eating their food because they have an amazing cafeteria. Obviously, like a little goblin. Just like, wait, wait, wait. Who am I? Who am I? Nom, 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 That's nom. Me. That's no, 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 no. I'm uh, MM eating pussy. <laughs> Remember when, <laughs> when they were trying to get into the, the party? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're not a superhero. Oh, he's great at it. He's great at it. That's great. Listen to my other podcast, The House of Pod, uh, where you listen to podcasts, and it's a little bit more medical, but still fun. But basically, otherwise, the same basically the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Rebecca Watson on Twitter or at skeptic.org. And you can find this very podcast at uh, Girls on Boys Pod on Twitter or girlsonboyspod.com, which has links to everything else we do uh, or will have links to everything else we do when I get off my ass and add links to everything else we do. I don't think oh. I've actually put our videos on there at all. 
God, God bless you. You got a lot on your plate. I get you. I got you. And, and you Yahweh bless you as well. Yahweh with you as well. <laughs> Yahweh. Bye. Bye. And I'm telling you, the best part about having kids is being able to play with cool shit. Uh, the best part about being an adult is getting the cool shit for yourself. Being and then you also share with the fuck.